Hello, welcome to the Fit and Fab podcast with Tyra and Kinga. Right, well, we have a very exciting episode today. We were actually supposed to record this one yesterday and then got um, last minute change because we were like, oh, we're already talking about this topic, so let's just do this. <laughs> yeah, my rant turned into <laughs> all four episodes. But you know what, I, I absolutely love that absolutely when we said when we first met we both said oh we can talk for England I did not think it's gonna be like that (laughs) yeah we were like just you know full disclosure I'm a chatter so you know yeah we weren't wrong (laughs) um how have you been since yesterday and very good very very good how have you been very well I'm feeling a bit better still a bit sort of coldy um but just come back from a bike ride and I don't movement just like just makes you feel so much better doesn't it just 100% in the fresh air we actually went to our local park and they were filming some it looked like they were doing a tv show or something so not gonna lie like don't be surprised when the little village of Donna Bay is you know the place to be guys (laughs) how's your bin situation (laughs) Oh my goodness, right. So for those of you who don't know, um, my boyfriend, he quote unquote, just likes nice things. And we still don't have a kitchen bin. We've literally got like a bin bag just hooked over one of the cupboards. Um, And he's found a bin that is voice activated and like motion controlled. And when he like proposed the... um, you know, idea to me at first, I was like, oh yeah, that, you know, like you just say open can and it opens. I was like, yeah, I mean, nothing that you can't just do with your foot, like a normal pedal bin, but yeah, fine. And then we looked at the price and it was like 300 euros. And I was like, I'm sorry, that's just, just no. Like you can literally go on holiday and come back for that same price. So there's, there's just a bit of a dispute. Um, (laughs) And he still wants it. I'm like, no 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 I'm sorry I voted yes because I, just, I saw that I saw that I was like just mugged me off I was like um that's not okay other we're friends <laughs> I feel so betrayed but yes um luckily it's out of stock so I'm hoping that it just stays out of stock sort of infinitely and we can squash it <laughs> That's good. Okay, Tyra. So tell us more about today's very exciting topic. So we are talking about today being on or off the wagon because this comes up. This is probably the biggest thing that holds people back from achieving long-term results or just sort of achieving their fitness, their nutrition, like any goals I find people really, really struggle with. They kind of come to me and they go, you know, I'm all, I'm either eating really, really well, or I'm absolutely like, I'm not eating well at all, or I'm exercising, or I'm not doing anything. I can't find the middle ground. So I'd like to ask you a question, because I already have an answer for myself. What's the silliest thing that you, you kind of thought when you first started with falling on and off the wagon? What's the silliest kind of thing that you've done when you actually thought, oh my God, I fall off the wagon, but now you would be like, the f- 
swear. <laughs> okay, I don't want to swear, but <laughs> <Excuse me. laughs> that's a that's a good question. You know, there's so because this is in for years and years, and, and we've spoken about our own personal dieting history, but for years and years and years, I was doing exactly that. And I would be, I had such silly food rules. So one of my rules was I was only allowed, quote unquote, a cheat meal once a week. And it wouldn't even be a cheat meal. So it would be something like a chocolate bar and not even a big chocolate bar, like a Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. And that for me, I was like, I can only allow myself that once a week. And then that is that, like a chocolate bar, not even like a burger or anything, a chocolate bar. But if I were to go out with family or whatever, and we had, you know, a piece of cake at like for, for dessert, at a restaurant I would come home and I'd be like well I've had a piece of cake now so I may as well just absolutely devour the entire like chocolate like whatever whatever I could get my hands on really because in my mind I was like I've messed it up now I've ruined it there's literally like there's no point whereas it's just such a flawed mindset like that makes no sense at all Definitely. I'm going to say, I think I'm going to top your one. When I was tracking and I've um, gone over my calories by like, I'm talking like six calories. No. Yes. I was sad there. No. <laughs> oh my God, I've ruined it. Oh my God, I feel so fat. Oh my God, I put on so much weight. Oh my God, I'm just, or if I, you know, sometimes like, because I feel like lately a lot of coaches just say oh just um, calories and protein but like when I first started it was like all the macros so if I was like over on my carbs under on my protein I was like oh my god I messed it up oh my god oh my god oh my god and trying to fit it in so so perfectly and then one gram out would be like the day's ruined meanwhile it's like it literally makes no difference Literally, do you know what I found? Like, um, diversing a little bit, obviously, tan- hashtag tangent. <laughs> um, when I was tracking, what I found is that I wasn't listening to my hunger. So when I had, let's say, like 100 calories left over, I would never leave it. No, I'd never no, just leave that, it. No, that, that, like, that is such an excellent point. I was the exact same. So if I had exactly the same as you, say like one to 200 calories left over, if I was still like really, really full, not hungry, I would, I'd be like, well, I've, I've still, I've still got calories left. So I've, I've got to eat it. And yeah, just completely stopped listening to my own hunger cues and it took away from like, do you actually feel like that? Do you actually want to eat more? Yeah. And I actually, again going on another tangent here like but we're on the topic of calories and stuff but I actually put up a post today just about like tracking calories and it's not always useful for the reason people think so like just general calorie tracking is very very inaccurate like I mean food labels and stuff are allowed to be 20% more or less of what you know the food um how many calories are actually in the food and like user error and anyone can submit anything onto the like database and whatever tracking um software whatever you're using so like it's not actually that even accurate so stressing out over being a couple hundred hundred calories sort of you know it's 
it's it's just not worth the the stress and the you know distress really yeah that's very true and I think um if I were to track calories again I think I would have much better mindset but I think it's like a lot of the time I have that with clients and I know that's kind of a mistake on my point not a mistake but I know then that I've not explained everything perfectly because they would say to me if if they do end up tracking calories it's like oh I've been like under eating all day like all week and and their goal goal is fat loss and I've been I can't reach my calories I was like well good Yeah. Yeah. that's not a problem I was like try to hit your protein as much as you can but don't worry too much about kind of deviating from that it's like save those calories because you're gonna get hungry probably in the process so don't worry if you want to drink or something on a Saturday save them (laughs) absolutely fine but you know I think going back to like what we're actually here to talk about like the on and off the wagon mindset so many people like and that, that's a trigger, isn't it? Like being slightly over your calories or whatever. And then it's that sort of, oh, well, I may as well, I'm already over by 50. And then you proceed well. to like go have a cookie. And then you're like, well, now I'm over by 350. And then it's like, before you know it, you've just eaten your entire kitchen's worth of like. Yeah, I, I, I was like that. Do you know what? I was like, I think... My problem was like, I would have that hundred calories left over and I was fine. Then I saw that it still have the hundred left over and I would start having like a treat or something like a treat as in like something sweet or whatever. And that would make me more hungry <laughs> because I yeah, think yeah. Like, for some I- reason I knew, I, I don't know whether I knew I could only have one because that's my only allowance or where it stemmed from. But always when I had that hundred, if I knew I had that cal- like the calories left over, I, I don't know, I would just want more. I think it's maybe it's because I'm very stubborn and if I can't have it, I'll want it. I think it's that. Or if someone tells me to do something, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm really bad like that it's a bad trade but no I I, I'm the same though but I think that's very very common and I think that's human nature and I think it actually really comes down to feeling restricted so if you feel like if if you're putting rules in place because I had so many ridiculous food rules and as soon as you break a rule you're quite like you've already failed so in your mind you're like oh well I've already failed so it doesn't like you know who cares what the hell it just ties it in your head doesn't it exactly you catastrophize everything I think that's why just changing your mindset and instead of saying like oh I have to do this or I I can't eat this it's reframing it and going I can I've got unconditional permission to eat I can eat whatever I want but I'm going to base my food choices on what my goals are and where I want to be in the future. So say you are dieting and say, you know, whether you're tracking or not, you've reached, you know, your limit or whatever, you're quite full and you're thinking, oh, I really, really want more. Instead of going like, oh, but I can't because I don't want to go over or I'm dieting, whatever. It's I'm choosing not to because actually at the moment I am trying to drop body fat and I'm trying to drop body fat because in the future, I want to weigh less so then I can run around with my kids a bit more. And actually, I value that more than this piece of cake in front of me right now. So I'm choosing not to. That is so much more empowering than I'm on a diet and I can't. Yeah, that's 100% true. And just like, 
for me it's even realizing that I don't always want something sweet like I don't know for example last night I've not like had anything sweet after dinner and I was fine because I was like oh actually I'm not that bothered today but if I had oh I bet you if I had them calories left over I you bet I would have had something and it's just like it's literally not listening to yourself because sometimes you want it because you think you can't have it and it's like with the falling on and off the wagon zero or a hundred I was honestly I think I was a perfect example of that because it was either doing I don't know six seven gym sessions a week or doing zero and overeating and it's just like it doesn't have to be like that I don't don't understand as I do understand but it's hard for me to grasp now the mindset of like oh I've not done 10 gym sessions in a week (laughs) so I failed and I now have to binge every night it's like it doesn't make sense why even though let's say before lockdown you used to do five sessions a week like why do you feel like a failure for doing two sessions a week now because maybe your priorities change maybe your body just doesn't feel as fit so maybe you don't enjoy it maybe you feel a little bit intimidated again what's the problem of starting with just two or just one yeah it's you know like you said priorities do change and stuff and I think it's also realizing that you're the one like almost putting shackles on yourself and yeah instead of exercising for like just general health for I don't know maybe wanting to live a bit longer or just you know getting all the other benefits outside um of just fat loss you know it's I think the ironic thing is is that the more stop and start on and off the wagon like you're actually prolonging the entire process and you're actually making that end goal getting there even longer and much more miserable because you've going between two complete extremes instead of just sort of taking a more balanced or moderate approach and going do you know what I am what I do on average and if you can just on average do like three sessions a week just you know eat in a moderate deficit or whatever and just but be able to maintain that for months at a time or weeks at a time or whatever your time frame is you're going to get there so much quicker than being on an extreme diet for three days taking a month where you just go mental and then doing a week and then like it's just you are almost stopping yourself and you're prolonging the process yes and I think it all stems from lack of self-compassion at least it did for me and I think for a lot of people because we're just so harsh on ourselves and I think I'll still I still end up doing that like even today I was a, a minute late to my meeting with Tyra and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry I'm late <laughs> it's a minute. she's like mate it's a minute it's fine <laughs> but it, it's kind of that you know that default almost that you have to be like oh yeah okay it's a minute like just relax it's fine um but we just end up being so harsh on ourselves and then the less compassion you have for yourself the less action you want to actually take to look after yourself so the more kind of that exercise comes from a place of being kind of forced and and feeling guilty for not exercising why are you feeling guilty for not exercising why are you feeling guilty for eating chocolate why are you feeling guilty for not eating vegetables like it it's fine do you, as in, do you know I mean like yeah, I, it's I, not I, a crime like, as well with like labeling food as like good or bad not too good it's like I'm sorry food does not have a moral compass no nah. 
the end of the day, when your food breaks down the macronutrients, it doesn't go, oh, this is a Kit Kat bar. Oh, this is bad. And it doesn't suddenly start storing those foods any differently. The body will break it down and be like, okay, we've got fats, carbs, protein, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the only way you're going to gain fat is by being in a, a calorie surplus for an extended period of time. Like it doesn't happen overnight. So overdoing it or overeating once literally makes zero. I mean, you might the next morning, you'll probably weigh a bit more on the scale. But again, that won't be fat. That will be like the extra food in your stomach. You maybe you might retain a bit more water. All yeah. those things like that one meal you it means nothing in in two weeks time three weeks time a year's time whatever what is that one domino's pizza going to mean nothing absolutely nothing so when you say that that was my lunch today <laughs> oh, I lo- oh i'm jealous I'm so jealous oh. we had a team meeting and our manager ordered some pizzas <laughs> so domino's my was my pre-workout meal oh, oh what a brilliant pre-workout I had a great session <laughs> but this is it but you know what like I'm laughing now but honestly guys like a few years ago if I had dominoes for lunch do you think I would train after where would I (laughs) I'm so used to swear and uh, okay and I wouldn't I just wouldn't because I would think okay the day is ruined so let's go home and eat some chocolate and you know what I think so many people almost overthink it as well and they go oh my goodness, I've just had a pizza. Everything's ruined. How do I get back on track? And it's like, you don't need to wait to get back on track. Your very next decision will sort of, you know, it can pull you out of that funk. Like instead of saying, oh, I may as well now just go and dig into the tub of Ben and Jerry's in the freezer. It's like, you know what? I feel a bit full and I know that actually tonight a nice stir fry with a load of veg is probably going to benefit me there we go the very next meal you're back on track like it does not need to be days or weeks of oh I've blown it who cares like you don't need to turn it into a prolonged period it can literally be like all right I did overeat here be compassionate be like I'm learning see see what maybe triggered the overeating episode and move on from it that very next decision you make like that's what's gonna get you the results long term as soon as you can bounce back and not just turn it into like a prolonged period of being hashtag off the wagon but I just don't understand like why do you think having pizza means that you fell off the wagon so just to like just to put it as simple and clear as possible so you ate food Yes, that is maybe a little bit more calorie dense than something you would have made yourself at home. Okay, so you had, so even when your goal is fat loss, okay, if it's like a lifestyle fat loss, it might just, you've had a few hundred extra calories. That's all that happens. So maybe for that day, you will be, if if you leave everything else the same, for that day, if you had pizza for lunch or dinner or whatever, even if you had a whole pizza, yeah, you would be max, what, in a thousand surplus, maybe? 
maybe yeah, exactly. if you really like if you if you really like had a whole like large pizza because large pizza what, is it's like two two thousand calories i want to say i think so if that sounds about right yeah, yeah about so if calories, you eat yeah. around i don't know two thousand calories that's your calorie deficit and let's say you had already a meal and then you had a large pizza so you, you are in a slight maybe surplus or maintenance of calories so, uh, but then you've been in your deficit for the whole week. So this is a brilliant point. This is, a, it's not like you've, you've not fallen off the wagon. No, it's not. that one meal, it's, if you've been in a deficit for however many weeks or whatever, that one meal, it's not going to completely negate your deficit, right? Like it's not going to suddenly make you gain fat. If you've been in a deficit Yes, it might for that day or whatever push you into maintenance, or maybe even if if you really, really go all out, maybe it's a weekend, it might push you up to maintenance or whatever, but that doesn't mean that your fat loss is gonna suddenly stop now. No, 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 not at all. And this is um I think this is so important to to even say, like if you like we don't work with bodybuilders, do we? Well, I don't. I don't know if you do, Tyra, but we don't really prep people for competitions or anything like that. So th- we can kind of forget about that instance, okay? So we, I just coach sort of lifestyle people, lifestyle factors, just yeah. make them sort of healthier, happier. Yeah. So why do you have a deadline? What? So what does it matter that maybe a little bit slower? If anything, you are 100% on your wagon because you've made a sustainable choice. Do you think, like, I didn't know there was going to be pizza in the meeting today, for example. I had no idea. So I, my lunch, and yesterday as well, I, I went out for lunch with, with, with my manager. So my rice noodles with prawns been in the fridge for the, two, the past two days now. <laughs> it's fine. It, it just it just happens. I might have them for dinner today, or I might leave them for lunch tomorrow. I don't know. My maybe I'll have them today because I'm afraid they might go off. <laughs> but it's just like you don't know when life's gonna happen, and it, it's it, like why would you say no to things? I think the main thing is is like if you plat. So the best diet is the one that you can adhere to. So if you can include these foods into your diet and eat them regularly without the guilt and still sort of be in your deficit or whatever it's going to be so like learning how to do that and eat mindfully and not always eating past fullness and not having a piece of pizza and then just entirely throwing you know just completely going what the hell like that's how you're going to actually sustain your results because if you plan on like cutting out every single tasty food for the rest of your life fine then maybe a restrictive diet will work but what happens when you're it's your kid's birthday party or you've got a social function are you going to say no to that because of how you look like ultimately the reason you're dieting is so you can go to these functions and you can go on holiday and you can Go out and live the best life and feel comfortable and feel confident. And it's not so, you know, you can turn, say no to social occasions so you don't go over your calories or whatever. Like the the main aim is like, I think this is why, like, remember why exactly you're doing it in the first place. 
Yeah, exactly. Because saying no to all the social occasions, saying no to a team meeting pizza. But uh, oh, actually, speaking of that, on I remember on the last team meeting, I did say no to pizza because mm. I actually had food. Today, I had a really small breakfast and then I was working and then I came in and there was food and I was like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat. But I, I remember on the last team meeting, I actually wasn't hungry because I've just had food. I think I've trained and I've just had my meal and I realized there's pizza. Yeah. Oh, I didn't like, I was like, I don't, I'm not in, or sometimes you're just not in the mood for pizza. Like, do you mean? Yeah. Like, especially when you allow yourself to eat it. Sometimes you're like, oh, I'm not. I think this is the key to actually stop allowing foods to have such power over you is to include them because when you include them it's almost like well I know it's there so you you become more in tune with what you actually want it's not like I know it's there I need to eat it so it's no, no longer in the house it's like I know I can have that anytime do I actually feel like this now hmm yes okay have a little bit cool move on or actually no I don't really feel like it but exactly like it doesn't hold that power over you which is why if anything you should be including these foods and not view food as good or bad or being on or off the wagon because like we said at the start it's just food your body doesn't know that you know it's a dominoes it doesn't process and go oh dominoes here it's like right we've got some fats here we've got some carbs but pro- like you're teasing me you naughty naughty <laughs> Oh, do you know the amount of times a day I just quote like TikToks and stuff? Yeah, and it's just like a, a way of communicating in itself now. <laughs> literally, literally, and I got everyone in work like that because now I keep because I'm in charge. Well, not in charge, but I do a lot of my um, gym's social media. Yeah. So- I just get everyone on it and I just start like talking in TikTok language to them and at first they're like eh, eh. but after a while they kind of get on board <laughs> I love that I love that <laughs> naughty naughty dominoes today nah nah, nah nah we don't believe in that and I think food obviously is very um kind of very common to have that relationship with food but I would say it's very common with exercise as well so I've spoken to so many people especially as we were coming out of lockdowns um saying that I just struggle to come to the gym and I was like that's okay like it's okay like just acknowledge that and see what you can manage just you are the only person who knows what you can manage what you could manage you could have managed six months ago might not be what you can manage that so forget about what you were doing before if right now you decide you can only manage one workout a week it's still worth it it's still going to give you so much health benefits mental health physical health is going to make you feel so much better and just see if you can then one week manage to fit in two awesome if you can't awesome stick with one stick with whatever stick with a walk even like let's just say if you're having a really bad day and you just can't face the gym try to go for a walk maybe do a little bit of yoga at home like it doesn't even have to be getting to the gym so it's it's taking that sort of self-compassion acknowledging like okay I, I can't do it I don't know I'm busy I'm not feeling well whatever is happening just just observe that acknowledge that and then 
ask yourself what's the smallest kind of thing I can do about it because sometimes and I I think such a big barrier to entry for so many people as well they find themselves like hash like why do I keep saying hashtag like quote unquote off the wagon because they're like I just don't have time and it's like you don't have to gym for like an hour each time if you and you you don't even have to go to the gym but I mean just take those you know make the barrier to entry so attainable it can literally be when I wake up I do 10 minutes and I just run through a circle of squats lunges push-ups and whatever and then you know it's a tick in the box like even if it's 10 minutes those 10 minutes accumulate over time you know that's like 70 minutes in a week fine like fine that's literally you're gonna your body's gonna benefit that from that your mind's gonna benefit from that you don't need to go I don't have time for an hour's workout so I just won't do anything it's like no that's absolutely fine if you like some weeks are just going to be absolutely crazy but it's the success or the people who maintain their results or get to their end goal are the ones who go okay this week is absolutely manic I'm not going to be able to fit in my usual four hour sessions as in four one hour sessions not four hour sessions but um so do you know what this week instead I'm gonna work out from home and I'm literally gonna do like a 20 minute full body circuit yeah for example I I couldn't stand home workouts I couldn't do it I tried I just I just could not work study exercise do everything in my one living room I just could not do it so after a while I just kind of stopped trying and then whenever I fancied one I would do one and but I just swapped it for yoga and that's how I got into yoga because I just couldn't I just could not do I genuinely could not focus it wasn't even anything else it was just focus my head was not in there just just it was horrendous it's still movement and you're still showing up for yourself like if anything look at it in in, as exercise as a form of like self-respect like you're not always gonna want to go to the gym and lift weights or you're not always gonna want to do your cardio or whatever but it's going I respect myself I know that this is good for my body this literally adds years to my life I know that I feel better mentally afterwards as well so do you know what I'm I'm gonna take the pressure off but I'm still gonna show up and I'm gonna do something because that's better than just not doing anything and then as well like people get like stuck in a rut and they feel frustrated and they feel annoyed at themselves and they just feel stuck because they're like well now I've lost motivation and now I'm back to square one and I have to start all over again that's why I said no no you don't just you know whatever action it is however small it is whether that's stepping outside going for a walk around the block and then coming back whether that's adding an extra portion of veggies to your meal or whatever it doesn't have to be this massive thing of getting back onto the wagon and then suddenly hitting the gym six times a week and I don't know like doing a detox and doing this it really doesn't have to be that extreme no 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 whatsoever and it's like it's honestly just breaking it down and not being harsh on yourself when you can't manage something because one day you might be able to manage 
so much. Another day you might not. It's like with hunger. One day you might feel hungry. You might, one day you might not feel hungry at all. And it's like, there's no point kind of having a whole discussion about it and be like, oh, why is this happening? It's like, it just is. <laughs> it just is. I just don't feel that well today. Exactly. Sometimes your body is going to be hungry and other days it's not. Like, you, it doesn't need to be questioned. You don't question why you need to go to the toilet. Like, you don't need to question all the time. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. It's like, you don't question. It's like, oh, I just need a wee. Let's go. Exactly. And you do it and you honour that. And I think I actually read such a good quote and I thought it really related to this topic. And it was, if you get tired, learn to rest, not quit. Exactly. you, You can apply that to to exactly this topic it's like don't just throw the towel in and give up like just learn to take your you know gas you know pedal off the gas or whatever and just you know it might be a few weeks where you are in a bit of a funk you are busy you've got a lot going on don't just go oh what the hell and totally give up like keep showing up for yourself but that could be in different ways so it might not be three gym sessions it might be three sessions where you literally just roll out a yoga mat and stretch that's fine because you're still then you it's almost like building that habit but also forming that identity like you are that person who is physically active or you are that person who is fit you are that person who works out you are that person who shows up for themselves and it's just keeping your actions in line with that identity of who you want to be and who like knowing what you're going to benefit from and like I don't know a month two months five years time sort of thing yeah and I think as well because a lot of sort of um people who come to me for, for like PT and, and training advice um a lot of the time the goal is confidence but this is how you build confidence by having self-respect and showing up for yourself even when you don't want to and I'm not saying oh do a hardcore hit workout when you're really you know barely get out of bed but when you barely get out of bed just assess what can you do and if it's a 10 minute walk that's awesome that's perfect because what you did you broke that cycle you got out of bed you got dressed you went outside, got some fresh air, came back. How, do you mean how good would that make you feel? And how proud would that make me feel? It doesn't mean, you know, showing up for yourself, it's not always doing that. But then again, sometimes it is saying, oh, I'm really just being lazy. Come on, let's go yeah. and do it. You it know, it's kind of, it's, it can be either of those situations because yeah, sometimes you genuinely are, you just are not able. And sometimes, you know when you just end up scrolling on TikTok yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, yeah. oh, I just can't be asked now because I've been scrolling for half an hour. It's like, nah, get put that phone down to the gym you go. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's being compassionate, but also sometimes being compassionate is actually being firm with yourself and being like, yeah. no, I'm actually aware I'm making excuses. But what you said just then like that's you've literally summed up my week this week so obviously I'm a bit under the weather and I could force myself to go to the gym but what benefit would that like that won't benefit me because exercise essentially is like a stress on the body so I'm already feeling unwell if I chose to go to the gym it would be it would be a punishment 
So instead I was like, I feel like I still need to move my body because sitting down, like it makes my hips sore, makes me really uncomfortable. So it's like, right, you know what? We're going to the park. I'm going to ride my bike in the park. I'm going to get fresh air because I still feel, you know, it's just a cold. I still feel like I can be active. I just don't feel like I can push myself. So it's like, okay, fine. I'm just going to sub my gym sessions for a really gentle, easy bike ride. Done. Move on. Next week's a new week. And it doesn't matter. And I think, well, it doesn't matter. I think it matters in a way that you still decided to show up for yourself. And again, sometimes it's okay just to say, I just can't do any exercise today. And that's fine. And you kind of have to really be honest with yourself what you can manage today and know that it is always enough. It's always enough. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I think, do you know what? I think as well, with being on or off the wagon, I think a lot of the time people sort of, they they know what they want, but they often sort of, they throw the towel in very quickly or as soon as things go bad and they tend to not actually say what they want out loud because I think when you say what you want out loud or you tell people what you want, it almost opens you up to like failure or like people are there to hold you accountable. And I think so often we, I don't know, we're almost scared of this as well. We're scared of being judged. And this is, this could go on on another tangent as well. But I think as soon as like, and shit, shit like hits the fan and people are like no no never mind never mind throw the towel in instead of just like getting back up and being like do you know what totally overdid it that week but or yesterday but that's fine I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick with it I've still got my goals I think we're just too hard on ourselves, and that's why people people just are like all or nothing that's definitely my problem that's definitely my perfectionist mindset isn't it like if I can't do it perfectly then what's the point not gonna do it there's massive point there's all the points it's all there's all the point in doing it it's like even with like with a podcast like I've, I've been wanting to do it for so long and then I've just met happened to meet Tyra we did a live together and I was like well I want to do it with her. She felt the same. Exactly. We were in the exact same boat. We were both internally like, I really, really want to do this. This would be really fun. I re- but both scared of failure. <laughs> like, well, I'm just not going to do it at all. And it's like, so we just went together. Exactly. And it can be the same with your nutrition and with your gym. Get your other half to do it with you. Get your friend to do it with you. Or come to classes, meet people. Go chat to the PTs and see if they can offer you some advice or maybe they know some people. So for example, I know a lot of girls who would love a gym buddy. So like if someone would come to me, it's like, oh, I don't know, like, I don't know anyone in the gym. I had actually a girl come up to me, say, oh, I don't know anyone in the gym. I just moved here. I was like, come on, I'll come introduce you to some people, you know? I think the key here is like feeling supported because if you feel supported, if you're being encouraged, if you've got that support system around you, even if you do sort of quote unquote fall off the wagon, you've got people to be like, no, come on. We know why this is important to you. 
like come on get get back on it you can do it or we're going to hold you accountable yes this happened move on like a support system and that could be friends a significant other a coach it's just having that accountability and people who believe in you and who will help you stick to what you said you were going to do like I, I honestly think for so many people that's the missing piece I think yeah I can say even from my sort of um, business perspective so me and Tyra met actually on a business mentorship and yeah. I've joined that group because I have the people who are so like-minded and and even though we're all so different but we are all ambitious and motivated to achieve our goals and we're all happy for each other yeah. that pushed my business further than it's ever been before and it pushed my mindset and and I think everyone can kind of notice that a lot of my clients notice that they were like oh my god like look at all the things that you're doing like a lot of people like old clients dm'd me like look how far you've come like well done well done and I'm I'm so happy with that but without that support without that group I don't think I would have had it no me neither me neither it honestly comes down to the support and the accountability and being surrounded by people who want you to succeed and who want you to you know you say that you're going to do something they're like amazing you're going to do it you are going to do it how is that coming along like it's just having that like feeling supported it like spurs you on it gives you that like boost it gives you a reason to show up for yourself and do what you said you were going to do Exactly. And that, that's the reason I'm like this month I'm launching my um, in-person group personal training sessions. That's for exact that reason, because I saw how much value I got from my group coaching, um, my business coaching. And I was like, I want to recreate that in my own way. Obviously, I'm yeah. not a business coach. Yeah. So I'm not going to be coaching business, but I was like, I want to give value and I want to put people together, make them like, have them make friends, get to know each other and train in a group. And I made it happen and I'm so happy with it. But this was literally the reason why I started my, um, my gym heroes community um, workouts. Exactly. And it, it's incredible. And I mean, you could, you know, the whole on and off the wagon thing, I put a post up and it was like, you don't get a flat tire and then slash the other three. So yes. why do you, when you go over your calories or you overeat, like why, it, it just, when you put it that way, it makes no sense. And I think um, ESG said something similar and she was like, you know, you don't sort of fail one exam at uni and then decide to completely drop out. You don't, yeah. you, know, you, you could go on loads of analogies and it, it's like, yeah, no, you wouldn't, you just wouldn't do that. And if you saw someone do that, you'd be like, why that that's so stupid like why have you done that but and it's the same with nutrition just remember it is your life it's your life this is not you know an eight-week plan neither me or Syra, Syra, Tyra Cell Tyra Cell eight-week plans you know transformation oh you go you go do it in eight weeks even though you might put time frames or projects it's not it's never for you to have that kind of deadline in a way that you have to over restrict to achieve it and um, that's not how we coach that's not what we and yeah there's there, it's your life so you you're not you can never fall off the wagon if you're not on the wagon in the first place exactly. <laughs>
Amen. you're not on any wagon you're just living life you're just living life yeah and and just by saying on or off the wagon again it's just like you're setting yourself up for failure because as soon as you do one thing that you deem off the wagon it's like oh I failed and like like we spoke about at the, at the start and it's like you nutrition your your life health it's such an ongoing process like there's not say you did do like a six-week transformation thing if you stopped doing the say you got results in those six weeks if you then went back to your behaviors prior to the six weeks you wouldn't be able to sustain or maintain those results it's it's an ongoing thing it really truly is about looking at the looking at this for life and looking at it long term not like oh I've got a holiday in two weeks time better just cut out carbs like no because then what's going to happen after that you're just going to feel absolutely rubbish when you come back and you know then you're like right well better get back on the wagon again like no no it's just like I think it's just the mindset of thinking you're something um, like a different project, a different thing. It's you're just living life, and just because you're trying to make healthier choices, mean anything really. So, like I don't know, let's compare it to being healthier. Let's say if you've got a cold, and you're taking I don't know taking your medication or whatever for your cold and i don't know it's a bad cold you have to have antibiotics i don't know whatever when you finish your course of antibiotics have you fallen off the wagon (laughs) or like no it's like it's literally just health and fitness that we put it on like say if i've okay i've never ever ever heard someone say that do for example salsa or like dance classes i've never heard them say they've fallen off the wagon because they missed a salsa class on a friday night yeah that's a good yeah yeah exactly that exactly that i think we just almost take ourselves too seriously and we i don't know we're almost just setting ourselves up for failure by thinking all or nothing yeah yeah this is honestly the best the best thing you can do is just have the self-compassion. Whenever you do you feel like you're falling off the wall, just ask yourself, are you? Are you actually? And then if you aren't sure, like just message any of us. If you're like, look, this is what happened. Like, I feel rubbish. And we can always tell you, you know, we'll give you a little voice note saying, no, silly, you're not off the wagon. You're just living life. <laughs> I love, you know what, when I say living life, it's like, I think it was like Courtney Kardashian on TikTok as well. We're that. just living life. I know you've living seen life. that, but just- but yeah, it, it comes that sometimes people actually just do need a bit of a pep talk and need to be told that it's okay. It happens sometimes. Like if you overate, chances are you're going to do it again at some point. It's fine. Each time, learn from it. Don't punish yourself. It's fine. It's okay. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Thank you very much for this, Tyra. It was lovely speaking to you. If anyone wants to 
contact you for that little pep talk or maybe anything more like coaching where do they find you so just on my instagram tyra greenwood underscore pt how about you i said anything more like like she's not single by the way guys (laughs) (laughs) i said it in a way i meant coaching (laughs) then i was like oh what what, what, what did you say (laughs) yeah you know slide it in (laughs) love it Oh, love it. Where, where can we find you, Kinga? Um, Kinga underscore Fulminate Fitness on Instagram. Feel free to um, drop me a DM anytime you need a pep talk. I'm more than happy to chat you through it um, and see where you're at. Lovely. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye.